Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. This is the Extraordinary People episode, and I am so excited to have tonight's guest on. Uh, Before we dive into it, I want to send a very special shout out to High Street Photo Studio. They're located in Pottstown, PA, and it's run by Kyle Zimmerer. If you're looking for an event space, if you're a model that wants that perfect spot to do a photo shoot in, or if you're, you know, you have a wedding coming up, you have to check the space out. Just reach out to kylezphoto at gmail.com, or you can call him directly at 610-505-7207. Now, tonight's guest, well, let's just say, let me back up a little bit. Anybody who knows me knows I love Jane Mansfield. I collect memorabilia. She's just the quintessential old Hollywood, just beautiful, elegant, intelligent, and um, so is tonight's guest. As a matter of fact, she went viral for remaking her bedroom, uh, very much in the vein of Jane Mansfield's Pink Palace. She even does modeling where I tell you, I'm telling you, you have to see her page. She looks just like Jane. She is a model. She's an entrepreneur. Um, she's so intelligent and she has over 250,000 subscribers on TikTok and get this over 9.3 million likes. That's million. I can't, I've, I will never get 9.3 million of anything in my entire life. That's incredible. This is such a great honor for me to have the beautiful Charlie Leanna Murphy on the show, also known as the real Mrs. Murphy. How you doing, Charlie? Good. How are you? I am very well, and I'm so excited to have you on the show tonight. I'm so excited. I'm surprised and shocked, but excited. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, you, what was the inspiration? All right, let's, let's take it back a little bit. Where did you grow up and what were you like as a kid? I have to know this. Oh my goodness. I grew up in River Oaks, Texas. It's a small town in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, And I grew up very poor. (laughs) And I was very shy and quiet. Um, I had a lot of anxiety. Um, I was bullied a lot as a child. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate your realness. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, younger days uh, were hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I always say the most successful people I know and the people that just shine are the ones that have been through the hardest hardships growing up because there's no hurdles that life can throw at them that they can't handle. And I consider you one of those people. I think you're an extraordinary human being. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I, um, I uh, don't feel that way lately or I really don't ever think that way but <laughs> but it feels good to hear somebody say that to me because yeah not feeling that too much lately <laughs> no and it's true ladies and gentlemen when you go to her social media pages you'll see what I'm talking about she's funny she's beautiful she's got such creative talent I'm telling you you're gonna love her content so Charlie let, let me tell you let me ask you something so you are a Jane lover as I am. What got you into Jane Mansfield? Um, so when I was just I was young 
young girl, like probably around 12, um, I ran across some pictures of Jane um, in her bathroom. Um, and she had a pink shag bathroom um, from head to toe. It was covered in pink shag. Um, I'm not sure if it was shag back then or actual pink carpet, maybe shag carpet. Right. Um, and it looks like they carpeted the walls. Um, so, yeah, I ever, ever since I've seen it as a little girl, I was just like, I I have to have a room like this one day. I want to have a bedroom like this. So um, when I became a big girl, I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally was able to um, build it out. And um, I, it's my favorite space in my house. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because it's not just your decor. You look like Jane Mansfield, your modeling photos are, first of all, I love them. I love the style. You know that time period. You just shine in your photos. So it's nice to see that she also left an impression on you in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love her style. Um, I love her fashion. Um, I just, I really love everything about Jane. <laughs> Um, and so when I got into pinup modeling, I seen a lot of girls, you know, look up to like Marilyn uh, Monroe and Betty Page and you get those two all the time. They're like, Oh, Betty Page is my idol, you know? And so you'll see them with Betty bangs or they'll dress or style more like Betty Page. And I just, I mean, I love Marilyn and I, I love Betty, but when it came to me as a person and how I I viewed myself, I viewed myself as Jane, like, um, I just, you know, I just, I loved everything about her. So in my modeling, I, um, I really, uh, studied her style and, um, how she posed and how she wore her makeup and her hair. And, and I just kind of, um, added, um, that inspiration to, my sense of fashion and mix them together. I feel like I have like a vintage and modern style kind of mixed together. Um, you so do. Yeah, I don't know. I just I've I've kind of mixed it all together and made it my own. <laughs> but I do pull lots of inspiration from Jane. Yeah, but that's the thing. It also is you. It is your personality, and that shines through. It's very authentic, and I love that about you. Um, by the way, remind me later. I have uh, I have an extra Jane Mansfield water bottle. I must send you. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a. I'm trying to remember the name of the record. I have. I think it's some. No, I'm not positive if it's that one or not. I have a signed, an autographed um, record by that's hers that she signed. Um, I need to dig it out. I should have dug it out so I could have correctly said what it is. I I, I actually have a couple of her albums too, and I can't tell you the name either. I just know what the covers look like. (laughs) Yeah, my cover is yellow. Yes, there you go. And then she signed it. So I found it at a yard sale. A friend did and and got it for me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So Wait, you found a signed Jane Mansfield album at a yard sale your friend did that's incredible at a a estate sale Um, okay the the lady that had the estate sale his daughter um she he was a jane mansfield fan his he had a whole room dedicated to her with all of this 
Jane stuff in it, and he had an actual record with like that's still in its little case and everything, and she had signed it, um, and it was her autograph, her autograph. So, um, yeah, and we found that at a state sale. I think we paid fifty bucks for it. Oh my <laughs> god. Jane Mansfield things. So I have yeah. t- I have two of her autographs, and I definitely paid more than fifty dollars. So I'm a little mad about that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah>. let, <laughs> let me ask you something. So you're you know you're making one of your TikTok videos. You have incredible content, and you're doing the room up, and then all of a sudden, you start getting mentioned by the New York Post, by the Drew Barrymore show. And they're talking about you and you're like, what was your reaction? Did you know at the time or did you find out later? Like bring people into the experience of like going viral. Cause I don't think a lot of people know. It's crazy because you know, I didn't think I was doing anything special. I was just recording things as I was doing them and uploading them to TikTok. Um, and it's kind of weird. I had been, and people may think I'm crazy all at the same time when I say this. So, but I had been seeing like triple digits yeah, <laughs> and things like that for a long time leading up to this. And all of a sudden that day I kept seeing like seven, 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 eight, eight, eight. Um, I saw six, 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 nine, nine, nine. Um, it was just crazy that day. I just kept seeing triple digits. And then all of a sudden, um, I got on TikTok later that day and I had noticed like I had all these notifications and I was like what's happening (laughs) and I noticed that my video had over a million views and I was like wait what and so I called my daughter because I knew nothing about TikTok right like I don't know what's happening like I think I'm going viral I don't understand what I'm doing and she gets on my TikTok and sees and she's like oh my god mom like you're viral like you need to get to the studio you need to get there and you need to start making content like you 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 got to keep going like this is crazy you and Lexi got to keep going um so we started doing like silly TikToks and then I started posting like the before and afters and tours of the room and things like that and we just started taking off and it was just like one thing after another um when Business Insider messaged me when Insider messaged me um, to do a story, I literally burst into tears. I Aww. never thought that would ever happen to me ever. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't think I was doing anything amazing. And I'm actually sometimes embarrassed for people to come and see it or look at it. Cause I'm like, okay, well don't, I'm not finished here, but okay, well, <laughs> I have to, and, and I hate that I just pick it apart, but that's just, that's me being scared to share. Um, and I think it's, you know, you know, also childhood trauma there. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, you never were told that you're amazing or great or you're talented. So when you do something amazing, great, and talented, you don't see how amazing and great and talented it is. And you're just seeing people are telling you this. So you're like, okay, whatever, you guys. Charlie, um, I, I got news for you. I, I do have news <laughs> for you. You're amazing, great, and talented. <laughs> And beautiful. Yeah. You should know that. <laughs> Thank you. But it's just hard, you know, like, I don't know. So 
we got the insider one and then like I said when Drew Barrymore happened we were it was me and Lexi and we were in the middle of doing TikToks and we got an email and just something was like you need to stop and check this email really quick that I just heard the notification so I checked it and it's you know Drew Barrymore's people just <laughs> messaging me and I was like what the what the f <laughs> <laughs> what what is happening right now is this real life and i like scream and lexi's like what what i was like it's the effing drew barrymore show drew barrymore they want us on they're they're going to put us on their show like they're gonna talk about the room on the show i'm like freaking out and i was like if this is like if if this is possible what else is possible so it started really inspiring me like I love that. I, I love what you just you know, said. To, like, you know, to do even more of what I'm doing and just keep going with what I'm doing and documenting it as I go, because obviously, I'm doing something that people like, and mm-hmm. I'm, and all, all it, all I'm doing is creating from my heart. I'm really, truly trying, um, <laughs> trying not to cry. No, <laughs> I love that. Trying to um, heal and everything yeah. that you guys. It's my heart pouring out and yeah. all at the same time me, um, healing me um, from everything that's that's happened. So yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm turning all of my pain into beauty in some sense. <laughs> you know what? So, yeah. the, the, you know this was predestined for you. You you really for everything you've been through. You're this creative, beautiful soul, and that's what you are, and that's just the reality of it. And this is the plan unfolding you were always born to shine and you you just being you and doing what you do finally got the recognition you deserved and i i i don't think there's anything more beautiful than that and i love that you're getting this attention you deserve it you really do thank you i i'm trying to accept that (laughs) good we'll just have to keep saying it until you know that it's a fact Yeah, I keep trying to wake up and tell myself I'm a badass. <laughs> you are a badass. You're an absolute badass. You know, you know, one of the one of the I loved what you posted, and I I was so impressed by you because I think people have this fallacy where it's like you you go viral and all of a sudden there's millions of dollars pouring in, and you you made this post where you're like, you know, people. I went through some shit even after I went viral and I would love for you to talk about like the reality of going viral and because I think what you said is the key. You have to capitalize on it and just keep going and that's where I think some people just think, well, I'll upload something, it'll get a million, you know, hits and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think, I think, uh, you, I mean, I, Essentially, yes, you can make money from social media, but also in being a content creator, there's money there to be made, but it's also a lot of work and yes. it's a lot of hard and a lot of dirty work. <laughs> right. And um, you have to be consistent um, with everything, posting, um, creating everything um, and coming up with new ideas. I, I mean, just trying to keep your, your viewers engaged. Um, it's really hard work. Um, and it's not, it does not pay very well. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you I, for like being real about that. I think people need to yeah, hear that. 
I think um, since I've gone viral, and I think I went viral in January of this year, and to this day, I think we've made a total of like fourteen hundred dollars. Right, I right. I literally have to be at twenty-seven point five or six million views. So, like, I know. there's no to be made, really. I mean, like I said, you could hustle and try to hustle and stay engaged and continuously to be viral where you're, you know, you can make up to, like, I think it's, like, maybe $1,200 a video. But that's right. if you can get it up to 11 million views, I believe, is what it is. So, and then you can't make any more money after that. Um yeah. <laughs> See, thank you. No, thank you for sharing that. Like, it's really rough. <laughs> but see, this is what I love about you is you took your platform and what you did was skewed it into your business. And I want you to talk about the pink penthouse. I, I really want to hear about this. So when I started the pink penthouse, I was creating a photography studio and an Airbnb above it and um, as a place for events and et cetera as well. Um, it's kind of crazy because during the time we went, when, when we went viral, we were there constantly, me and Lexi. We were there probably from 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning until like 7 o'clock in the evening creating content all day long um, as well as working <laughs> the studio part end of it as well. Um, Sorry, my short-term memory loss. No, go for, go for it. Thought me, forgot where I was going or what I was saying. Ask me your question again. Your business, <laughs> your the pink penthouse. How the the you know yeah. using your platform and yeah. and yeah. Yeah, sorry, that short-term memory always. Goes Don't ever there. be um, sorry. Little in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so essentially that's what it was. But when we went viral, we were there constantly. Um, long hours and it became our home and me and Lexi started people online were like do you guys live there and I was like well, we live here part time we're here during the day at night we go home sometimes we stay the night there sometimes Lexi would stay there um, but we weren't like living there full time and so we were like I, I kept telling her I was like I kind of want a home like I just wish we were in a house I wish we hadn't have done this whole like thing now because the studio was making money, but it wasn't making money. And the more that we became viral and the more we spent more time there, I was just like, I don't want to let people in here. <laughs> um, I don't want people in my place anymore. Yeah, um, you, they better not touch that elephant either. Yeah. And so I just was like, um, in a way, it, we kind of manifested ourselves into the situation that we're in because the time during that time, um, you know, that we were at the penthouse in San Marcos um, as a studio and not in the house where, and now um, we were kind of manifesting all of this to happen. Um, and I was asking, you know, the universe to guide me to whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I just keep, you know, keep, I just keep, uh, creating things and documenting it and putting it up and just keep building out my space. Um, but yeah, and so now we're in an actual home and not in the studio anymore in San Marcos. Yeah, and, shout um, out to you for that. 
That's a big um, deal. Yeah, it is after, especially after everything happened and and how we left the penthouse. um, That was super traumatic. (laughs) Um, And um, we were brave enough to go ahead and take the steps to get this house um, after. And so we're we're super grateful and feel very lucky to even have this place. So, yeah, and now we're building it out as our real home that we live in. (laughs) And um it's also our studio it's how we make our money and how we pay our bills um so yeah and we're just living on a prayer (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) and and ladies and gentlemen there's a giant elephant there too you have to check it out it's amazing yes my friend um sabra um she's a burlesque dancer here in austin um she's also done playboy um she's a playboy centerfold um she uh she had a a giant baby it's this it's a it's the same size as a a real life baby elephant um (laughs) and she had it for a prop we um she wasn't using it anymore. She had retired it, so she brought it to me because she knew I take good care of it. <laughs> um, so we painted painted him pink, and he is now upstairs in my room next to my bed. And yeah, he keeps me happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. I love it. And 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 who's the, and that's your dog too in the videos, right? That that is it, yeah. bulldog. Yes, she's an English bulldog. She is. You know, that's my fantasy dog. I've always wanted an English bulldog. So, what's so what's her name again? Millie. Love it. Yeah, she um, she's she's silly. Um, she's she's such a um a ham. Um, she loves the camera. She absolutely loves it. Everybody always thinks like how do you you have to give her treats or how do you get her to like how are you getting her to like stay there with you or say i'm like this dog loves the camera you can't keep (laughs) her from in front of the camera like when we have clients here at the you know shooting in the place or in that i can't even talk in our house um millie literally will go and try to get in the set with the model and sit like sit next to her and like hold her hand she likes you to hold her hand so she'll give you her paw but um she's 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 the show of the party here or the life of the party here (laughs) (laughs) with us and everybody she's the diva so but yeah she is she loves the camera i i can't get her out from in front of it and she knows when we're doing you know tiktoks or filming or creating she knows so it's she's silly she's a mess i love that (laughs) (laughs) and she is so good at just like letting me do whatever and not even react to me she just is like okay here she goes again so like we did the TikTok running into the bed and falling off of the bed into the floor. And I had to do that take, I don't even know, probably like five or six times until we got, you know, one that we really liked. And um, she just, you know, watched me throw myself into the bed. And she didn't even <laughs> move. She was unbothered <laughs> by the whole thing, which made it even more funny because she's so unbothered by me. Like, this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you something, Charlie. I'm a little mad at you. And you know why? Because I and you don't have to tell the audience, but she told me her age, and I was like, "You gotta be shitting me," because she looks like 20 freaking years old. 
this this woman. I I know, and I'm mad at you for that because uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm way older than twenty. And, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, the wrinkles. You're like, out of your oh, mind. Like, Are you kidding me? Yes. Do you look no, at your own like, photos? Do you look at your own photos? Yes, all the time. I think it's because, you know, like, I, you know, that's what I do for a living is look at my own face. So I see, you know, I start seeing things that y'all don't see. Oh, my. <laughs> and then they magnify my brain, you know. But I think this is for every woman, honestly. But, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just keep rubbing the face cream on there and vitamin C and stuff like that try to take care of my skin. All right, wait, wait, wait. What face cream? Because I'm literally going to write it down. What face cream do you use? I would have to to go up there and and look. All right, I'll bother you um, later then. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's like, I get it at Ulta. Okay, there we go. (laughs) That's something to start with. Okay, that's good. (laughs) I'll I'll send you my regimen. All right, that's fair. I'll take that. But, um, Charlie, on behalf of the, you know, social media community, I have to tune you into something. You're a bombshell. So accept it uh-huh. and own it. <laughs> Thank you. I'll start trying to do that. All right. That's I fair. Know. I promise. <laughs> you know, you said something very interesting that caught my attention earlier. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a paranormal investigator. My whole life oh, I've, I I, I've been to, you know, I've done ghost hunting. I... Um, you know, I, one of my sisters is psychic. We've, you know, put out a documentary where where we went into a very haunted house and, um, you know, she picks up a lot of psychic, obviously energy. And I think I detected that you had a premonition. It sounds like you're intuitive yourself. What, what, uh, tell me a little bit about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I don't like. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm just very intuitive, like with um, people's energies, and um, I can usually read people very well. Um, sometimes not. I mean, I've had a lot of really bad relationships. I don't know if that's me or them, but <laughs> we can never read ourselves. I, think I would a... have recognized that before, but I think the empath in me. No. <laughs> 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 We're going down a dark road. Let me go back. There we go. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just feel like um, I can sense things um, and I can sense energies. Um, I believe in full moons and things picking up around full moons. I, I believe like in signs and signals. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just. No, and like I said, I can feel things, and I don't, I don't know how to explain that, or even know what that means, really. But <laughs> I can feel energy. And, yeah, and, yeah. And like when somebody's thinking about me, or um, anything like that, like I won't be able to sleep. Like lately, I haven't been able to sleep, and I'm like, what's going on? Who? Well, what is? What's? <laughs> no wonder you have 9.3 million freaking likes. There's a lot of people thinking of you. You're never gonna sleep. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But this is like I usually can sense when something's going to happen or a calm before the storm kind of sense in a way, if that makes any sense. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. You're, yeah. You're you're yeah. talking to the right audience with this show. So believe me, everyone's like <laughs> nodding their heads out there like, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's 
it's crazy because I have lots of friends that, you know, uh, that I guess um, they believe in witchcraft or they practice witchcraft or, you know, whatever their belief is. Um, I've never really had like a certain belief. Um, I've just kind of believe in myself and the earth and uh, energy around me. Um, I believe in God. Um, So like, I just feel like there's a lot of things that go into (laughs) my faith and it's not just like one thing. So, sure. but uh, yeah, I have my crystals and, you know, I make my moon water and I charge my crystals and I set out my intentions and I, you know, I cleanse my space and myself and, yeah, I just try to, I don't know. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It makes complete sense. And believe in, in something to give myself some kind of faith and hope in something. So, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Well, that, that's a great, you kind of brought on a great topic. Like, what keeps you so motivated? What is that thought that just keeps you going? Because, you know, You've been through some stuff, and here you come out the other side, this beautiful butterfly. Like, what is your, I guess, like, mantra in life? What is your philosophy? Um, I really don't know. I I would like to say that my kids have really kept me going. Um, Oh, yeah, here's another thing, not to cut you off, but she tells me, oh, yeah, my kids are all out of the house. I'm like, are you, what? Like, are you kidding me? You look 20 years old. Okay, back to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my kiddos. I have um, three children of my own, and I have uh, two stepchildren. Um, well, ex step, my ex's children, which I still consider my children. I don't even consider them my stepkids. Sure. Um, and then I have two grandchildren um, from my oldest daughter, and then I have a grandchild from one of my stepdaughters. Okay, now see, now here's some stuff I did not know. You're the most beautiful grandma on the planet. Are you kidding? (laughs) We can't even call you grandma. That's like, that that doesn't even fit. You need a nickname. They call me Gigi. That's what everybody calls me. I'm I'm Gigi. Perfect. (laughs) I love that. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm, I, uh, I forgot what we were talking about, but oh yeah, what keeps me going? Yeah. Um, my kids, uh, my grandkids. I just, you know, like like I said, I've I've gone through a lot in my life, and I mean, I've been knocked down so many times, and to points where I thought that I wasn't going to be able to take another breath. This was, I'm just done. You know, I've I've been very suicidal in in moments of my life where I've thought of suicide. Um, and it's gotten to a point where, you know, I wanted to end it, but my kids have always kept me grounded, always kept me going and always kept me pushing. And, you know, I have girls. And so I, I always wanted to show them like you, no matter what happens, you just keep going. You never stop and you do what inspires you and what makes you happy and never settle for anything more than that. Um, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I, I guess love that. kids, yeah. a, a lot with my kids, mostly my kids, um, because I, I don't know, I, I truly, I can truly honestly say until 2022, I haven't truly loved myself. So I haven't done anything in my life for myself 
um, until 2022. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? And you deserve all the good things that are happening to you. You really do. I hope you know that. <laughs> I am trying to take that in and accept that as well. <laughs> um, it's hard to accept that. It's really hard, especially like all this stuff, you know, all the media and things like that. It's really hard to accept it and, and, and take that in. But I'm, I'm getting better at it. I know I deserve all of this and I've worked really hard. So you have, yeah. and you do, <laughs> you do. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you're, you. You're very welcome. And you know what? I just realized, I believe this month is suicide prevention month. So I'm actually really glad we, we got on this topic because I'd love for you to, if, if there's anybody out there that's gone through a hard time, I'd love them to hear your perspective and just to like keep going and pull yourself up and don't let anybody's words determine who you are. No. And there's times of like these really dark periods where you're alone and you're in the ick and you're running through all these emotions and all you can do is ride the emotions and ride them out and feel them and go through them and ask yourself those hard questions of why am I feeling like this and why does this make me feel like that and why what could I do to you know like just ask yourself those questions in order to truly heal and figure out why you're at and where you're at um I don't know. I'm going off of no. <laughs> I love it. The rant, but you know, like it's hard, and you have those dark moments, and you're alone, and you feel like you have nobody, and you just try to breathe through those moments, and you know, take a walk. I know this sounds, you know, people are rolling their eyes, and you know, I rolled my eyes at people who told me, you know, go take a walk, work out, like blah. No, I don't want to do that. I want to sit in this dark room in my bed and cry my eyes out. I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> that so like I hear you but like if you can push yourself to you know get out of the bed and really do some self-reflecting and and go for that walk and maybe get you a coloring book and color I color all the time and when I'm feeling down and out I will color I'll paint um and like I said I created this pink house I live in out of pure sadness (laughs) So, like, that's what I'm saying, like, you know, push yourself to, like, get out of the bed and work through these feelings being creative or, you know, working out or hanging with your friends or, you know, and and I really, you know, as much as people don't want to go to therapy or they're like, you know, I've gone to therapy, it doesn't work or, I know, it didn't work or I took this one, please please, please, please go to therapy, seek therapy. I know it's something that's really expensive. A lot of people can't afford it. And it's very unfortunate, something that I want to raise money for and awareness for, um, cause I think mental health should be free. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, it should be something that's free. Um, we don't have enough doctors. We don't have enough people in the field to even help um treat mental illness with everybody and it's just sad um but yeah i'm going off a tangent no no (laughs) (laughs) it's very poignant i agree with everything you're saying 
And you know what? I'm I'm sensing another business for you. Custom paintings by Charlie. There we go. See, but I don't even like I don't paint like anything cool <laughs> at all. Like, well, what do you paint? Let me tell me about that. Um, like I like to watercolor and I paint a lot of sunsets. And What's sky. wrong with that? I mean, probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like I'm just I'm there so myself doubting myself. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, exactly. We're not listening to you, Charlie, on that one. Your yeah. paintings are beautiful. <laughs> uh, goodness, yeah. So, yeah, I just you know like I I I just seek therapy. Take your medication. I promise it'll work. And if it's not working for you, talk to your doctors. Change your medications. Um, and I feel like um, people should be open and honest about how they're feeling. I don't think people should be scared to say, um, I mean, I'm not okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not okay today. Like, I woke up and I'm having intrusive thoughts. And. You know, and it's just I'm I'm not doing okay, and I I feel like that should be made normal, and I don't think people should be judged. You know, um, I totally agree for feeling like that because I feel like everybody everybody goes through that. I mean, there's people out there that put on a mask um, and go out into the world and act like they're just nothing is wrong with them and then they come home and they drop the mask I can't live like that <laughs> I don't yeah. know why anybody would because then you're bottling up so much and you're even more alone and I just feel like if people were more honest about their feelings and it was more accepted to talk about your feelings that you wouldn't feel so alone and I don't think there would be people killing themselves at such high rates either so I don't know it's just sad Be- beautifully said <laughs> beautifully said I grew up in a household where my my father's manic depressive and he, you know, I'm very proud of him because later in his life, you know, he gave up drinking and, you know, he, he got the help he needed early on and he takes his medication and he's a great dad, you know, and it's just when you're going through that dark time, what you just said, you know, do, do the protocol, take, take the medication, be honest with your feelings and communicate that with your doctor. Get help if you need help. Um, don't ever be afraid to, you know, call 911 or, you know, go check yourself into the hospital. I've done it and I've had to do it. I had to do it in, in March of this year. Um, I mean, PTSD is living untreated with PTSD, which is insane to think about. Wow. Don't be afraid to, um, take care of yourself at all at all um yeah well said no well said now i want to lighten things up a little bit i want to know your favorite holidays and some of your favorite films because i think your tiktok fans out there would love to know a little little something something about your your personal uh, favorites oh this is such a hard because <laughs> there's uh because we're trying to make it light and funny and we bring up holidays and immediate trauma pops up for me. Oh, okay. Um, there we go. <laughs> Understandable though. No, yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't mind talking. Um, but like, I guess 
Christmas would be like my favorite holiday or was one of my favorite holidays. Um, I'm trying to make myself um, like Christmas again. Sure. Um, and not be, a- be afraid to celebrate Christmas. Um, I have the, you know, I. I have a lot of trauma around Christmas from past relationships and um, them sure. being ruined. And so it got to a point. Um, and also there was a time where um, I was so broke that I could not um, buy my heads, you know. Yeah, gifts, yeah. Like I normally could and things like that. So that really, you know, I just, it broke me. Sure, <laughs> sure. To celebrate those things anymore, um, and yeah, I mean, it, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to get up to where I celebrate Christmas, and I actually decorate and have a tree, so I'm planning on trying to do that this year. You, you, you're you're <laughs> gonna do it. I I sense it. Yeah. You're gonna do it. Yeah, but I love the Christmas story. I watch it every year. There we um, go. It's my movie, as well as The Grinch. Um, <laughs> Love it. Um, and yeah, I uh, I used to, you know, decorate my house like crazy and buy tons of presents for the kids and wake up early, make Christmas dinner, all that stuff. I just love Christmas. I love everything about it. So, yeah. You're, you're talking to the right guy. Uh, among the tattoos I have, one of them is Santa Claus. So I am a Christmas <laughs> nut. So. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So who is your biggest inspiration? Um, well, Jane is we my biggest inspiration. Um, I would like to say also probably um, my grandma and my and my mom. Um, my grandma, <laughs> she, bless her heart, she was mentally ill. <laughs> um, she had a really rough upbringing as a child. Um, and um, my mother as well um and my grandma was very artistic she would do crazy interior design ideas i come home one day she had glued all our kitchen plates to the ceiling (laughs) that's phenomenal okay now i'm seeing the apple doesn't fall far now now i'm covering my ceilings with shags so um, but I truly thought she was crazy when this happened, and here I am judging. Just, just <laughs> <anyways>. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, my grandma was so creative. My mom, um, my mom just was so scared to do anything. She always let fear hold her back, and so she really inspired me and motivated me to never be afraid to do anything <laughs> I love that and I, I wanted love that. to show my mom that you know that I could do this she could do this any of us can do this um, because in our family the women were taught that you had to have a man you need a man you can't do anything on your own you, can, you won't make it those kinds of things and so being and doing the things that I do I look up to my mom and them I'm I'm trying to show or be I don't know what's the word for that like um I know what you're talking uh, you're you're embodying the the good that you saw but you're also learning from 
their, you know, the things that maybe held them back a little bit, you're learning what not to do. So you're taking the good and utilizing that, but also at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like the generational curse that I, in a way, like basically ending that with me and my, and my girls, like even my girls, you know, I, I've, you know, taught them not to settle for less, not, you know, not to put up with anything, um, especially from a man and that you should do anything that makes you happy and, you know, feel inspired to, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do in life is, you know, what you want to do as a career and, you know, have kids, things like that. Um, I've always, you know, some things that they do scare the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I'm like, no, don't do that. Oh my God. Um, but, and you know, sometimes, you know, I get in trouble by going, don't do that. Um, but then, you know, I also know that's something, you know, that I'm trying to unlearn that was, you know, taught to me by my mom and my grandma, like, and so I have to be like, no, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And Absolutely. if they're not fine, they can always come back home or, you know, there's help. So it's, <laughs> so you just kind of, you know, yeah. swallow those mommy fears. <laughs> well, look, look at you. You've become the perfect mom for them because of what you went through. You've just become the quintessential perfect mom. And I can tell how much you love your kids and how supportive you are. I like literally I this is another thing like I I am not Mary Poppins I have messed up so much with my kids like literally so much with my kids um we've been through so much um because you know because of my unhealed trauma I picked partners that weren't the best for us and we went through a lot of trauma and so I've put my kids through a lot, <laughs> especially with my mental health and it being untreated. You know, that's that's been, you know, crazy for them. So I love my kids and I know they love me. And I, um, you know, we, you know, we're, 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 you know, I think everybody goes to this. I think this is every mom, whatever, but like, I don't, I, I know I'm a good mom, but I'm not the best mom and I have my faults. And so like, yeah, I don't know. Like when people tell me you're such a good mom, I'm like, but I'm really not, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really not, <laughs> I'm really not, but she I am is. a good mom and I'm not a good mom, but I'm not afraid to admit my faults with my children, even to them. Like there's, you know, I, I've messed up and sometimes they're mad at me and they're like, mom, you did this. And I'm like, have to you know swallow my pride and be like yeah I fucked up I'm really sorry <laughs> I'm really sorry I shouldn't have done that or said that so yeah what apologizing but I, mean, I I got news for you Charlie you're a good mom just just let me know you're a good mom <laughs> all that ranting you let me go on all that ranting yep but I, I was still gonna button it with you're a good mom because you are yeah. you're welcome <laughs> I, I got a question for you. How on earth do you get that shag to stick to the ceiling? Staples. There we go. Staples, I yeah, saw your video. My best friend. <laughs> and, and a lot of patience. Yes, and a lot of arm strength and hand strength. My hands hurt so bad after hanging all the shag in that room. I could not. It literally, like, my right hand was so swollen. Um. How long does that take, like, to do a room? Well, 
Well, that room, it took me three days to cover it in shag, and it took me a week total to completely decorate it out, so. Wow. Yeah, but I was pulling, like, an all-nighter. Like, me and Lexi were up until, like, three-something in the morning doing it, just shagging it out like crazy. So, (laughs) but I had to hurry and get it going because I needed a way to make money to be able to stay here and not be homeless, so. Well, I mean, that—that uh, that is like all the motivation in the world that that you'd need. Yeah. I, 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 that would motivate me too. So, yeah, yeah, we we had to get the money flowing so that we would not be homeless. So yeah, that's we had to get that done. So we we moved in here July first, and I think by probably the thirteenth, we were up and running and advertising and showing the room. So incredible. It really is. You you have such an amazing story. I'm so glad that you donated your time with me tonight. I can't believe we're at like 50 minutes already. Look at that, see? And you look how look look at us and I could still talk to you another hour. So Yeah, part 2. We're going to have to have a part 2. You're coming back for sure. You're definitely coming back. Um yeah. I want to know where people can get a hold of you, uh, where fans can reach out to you. I want you to promote your business. We got to get your website mentioned. Please have at it. Okay. Um, we have Instagram, um, the real um, underscore Mrs. Murphy. That's my personal Instagram. You can try DMing me on there, but because of my stories, my messages get pushed down a lot. So. You can message me directly at charliemurphy1979 at yahoo.com. You can reach us um, on our penthouse Instagram as well as our penthouse um, Facebook, which is the the pink penthouse um, on both of those. And then my TikTok is the real Mrs. Murphy. Um, You can follow me on there as well. Um, I kind of think of what else. I think that's everything. Let's see. What's our um, penthouse email? The, oh, yeah. The pink penthouse at Outlook. Um, you can reach us there as well. You can get in touch with Miss Lexi. That's perfect. Charlie, you were amazing. Um, seriously, I want you to come back. So there will be a part two. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for this. Uh, and again, you... You, uh, if you would do me a favor, hold on for one second. I'm just going to sign off here, but I want to thank you personally. So, for the beautiful Miss Charlie Leanna Murphy and Jane Mansfield, this is Brian Hobson for Footsteps in the Attic. We'll see you next week. <laughs>